Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome, Boot to the Face, episode 114. I'm Chris Rucker with my tag team partner, Marty Vasquez. I start this fucking thing off different almost every time, and I never know how it's going to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I noticed that, but it doesn't, doesn't, I've kind of felt like that was the thing. So uh, I think I need to sit down and write like an intro, because I listen to other shows, and I can pretty much say what they're going to say word for word, because they do it the same way every time. That, that's but that's a, that's good about you know I mean unpredictable the unpredictabilities unpredictable that's a good song by Jamie Fox for those that don't know Jamie Fox had an actual CD that and that I'm dude that song. album that album that fucking album hit boy what are you talking about that album was so dope my god I, uh, see Marty goddamn it now I'm gonna have to listen to that shit on the way to work tomorrow. I fucking that album came out my freshman year of college and trust Man. me. That shit got played. That got some got some miles up on that song on that album. That's a good that damn uh three letter word. I love that song. Sex all the time. That was my shit. And then uh Do What It Do. That was a good one. Man. <laughs> anyway, people people like Jamie Foxx sings? I thought he like, played on In Living Color. Like yeah, did Jamie you not, Fox did, sing his ass. Did song. you not see the Jamie Foxx show? He was a fuck he was basically Charlie Sheen before Charlie Sheen was Charlie Sheen. Or Charlie Harper. He was Charlie Harper before Charlie Harper was Charlie Harper. Um, he did on one of his stand-ups a long time ago where he just sat down at the piano and like sang, but it was like comedy shit too. Mm-hmm. And that dude's got ridiculous talent. Oh, 100%. I mean, I mean, that's what he did on the Jamie Foxx show. That's what he was doing all the time. He was playing the piano, singing, and then he was you know acting in comedy. I, I love Jamie Foxx. I don't care what anyone says. He may, he may, like a, he may have some uh, shitty ass decisions on movies, but what great actor, what good actor doesn't have him? We just went on a two minute rant about a random Jamie Foxx CD because you said a word unpredictable. What the fuck is this? How this is gonna be today? <laughs> ADD radio coming at you all day. Fuck um, me, man. Seriously, I turn on the fucking NFL Network, and the first fucking thing on Tom Brady. Fucking a. As my boy Joey Stillman calls him Tam Brody. <laughs> I don't know why he he's loved calling him Tam Brody for years and that's it hilarious. sticks in my head. Um download the full press coverage app. That's where you can find all of your favorite wrestling and sports podcasts. It's on Apple, it's on Google. Boot to the face is there, crossbody of work, talk of mania, chaos theory, ringside red, Irish whip. A whole lot of other sports related podcasts, especially now that it's coming down to the nitty gritty and football fantasy football playoff start in like three weeks so speaking of football do you know who the number one team in the nfc is right now number nope. one team number one team i can tell you where they're from they're, seattle. Up, in, they're up in the north they're they are in the north they are in the north seattle seattle's um, got seven wins now so do the packers but the packers are holding the number one spot seven and two Cool. Packers, good for them. Are leading the NFC, 
That's all I'm not worried about real football. I'm worried about fantasy football. Right I'm not because I, I get fucked over every week. So it's like <laughs> I, every week I go into like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking win this shit. I got this shit on lock. And then all of a sudden somebody puts up 40 points, and then the other person puts up 40 points, and all of a sudden they got two players with 80 points, and I'm like, oh fuck this week. Or or I'm yeah, winning, my... I'm winning, and then the last day they have one player playing who shouldn't even get more than three or four or five points. All of a sudden some bitch gets 25, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Literally. The last four weeks, I think I won one, and and the other three I lost. Like came down to the last day, last player. I'm like, are you joking? And it wasn't even like a blowout. It was a barely a win. This cup looks dope on the. Uh, I'm listening to you, but I just I'm drinking out of my boot to the face coffee mug, and I just yeah. I'm sure you listen to me. Yet. I'm surprised you didn't give me. Yeah, agreed. Um, here's my cup. Here is your sign. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what other plugs was I doing? What was I doing in the middle of that? Whatamaneuver.net dot com. Yep. Or dot net. You can go and get your merchandise there. You can also get your merch at Full Press. Uh, got some nice guy mug you got right there. Came from Full Press. Yep. Well, some Full Press your, shop. Get com. your COVID face mask that you'll all be needing because everyone's on lockdown and quarantine and curfew. Some point of the day, you got to go outside to get something. So might as well wear that face mask. And why not with boot to the face? Also, you can find us on Instagram. Boot to the face underscore Twitter boot to the face, and you can find us everywhere else: Apple, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker. That's where you got got us. Download us, listen to us, read, share our, our our episodes, and share them with your friends because it's Thanksgiving. What better time to be thankful and share with your closest family and friends? You can't be with them, so might as well share with them the voice and audio tunes of Boot to the Face. I like it. Uh, where am I going? I, I I write my notes and they're real chicken scratch. I think I liked it better when we didn't even have notes and I just did the shit. Um, you know, that's what I said. But somebody somebody had to swear on notes just because fucking J Dog. We have a Zoom call and J Dog's got pre printed, high class, professionalized. Uh, yeah, with a fucking <laughs> logo on it, a <laughs> right. header. It's fucking it's fucking, fucking centered like it's supposed to. To it's whom it may correct. concern. The yeah, the correct marginalization. <laughs> At the end of it, it says "with love" from no, Montreal. No pigmented colors. That's just inked <laughs> in right. Speaking of J Dog, me and him are doing eighty proof, um, twice a week right now, just so we can get the Twitch stuff out. But Twitch.tv slash eighty proof pod. You actually have to spell the word eighty. Will be Wednesday nights at ten, probably the rest of this month, and then Fridays at nine Eastern. It's a lot of fun. We got a lot of people in the chat going back and forth, and then the audio comes out. So get on Twitch and subscribe to that. I need we I we need eleven more followers on Twitch in order to get that affiliate shit. Where we can start making some bucks. So uh, I guess I can go ahead and follow that show. Show all the page. I am. I'm not gonna lie. Ever since our season finale, I haven't been on Twitch once. Oh, from uh, Malice Corp? Yep, yep. Malice Corp. For those of you who did listen to us, Malice Corp is now finished, officially. Oh, for good? No longer. We're not coming back with season six. Oh, wow. Damn, creative differences and layoffs and shit. COVID got <laughs> shit. COVID got us, too. Yeah. We, uh, there'll be some other stuff coming up soon from a different network. We uh, There has been a, a mutual partnership... Uh, separation 
but uh, yeah, there's some other stuff at work on that. Well, I guess we're gonna have to talk about the Mandalorian on here then, since you can't talk about it on. That's Matt's fine, book. except for the fact we that could I talk about. I haven't talked. I haven't watched this episode yet, so okay. I, well, then never mind. It's spoiler the, the alert. Sasha, Sasha Banks wasn't the, in this one. Oh, I, oh, damn it! I thought maybe she got thrown into the Sarlacc. Son of a bitch. Maga Maga Carano was in this one though. <laughs> Man, I'm not even go there. <laughs> you know, she does not look like she did. On last season, I'll no, just leave it at she that. does not. I'll leave it at that. And she used to be one of my favorites. If you pick up what I'm putting down, but <laughs> no, no longer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened with that. But moving along, um, that's why Instagram's there. Just saying. Yeah, just moving saying. right along. We're not even gonna. Let's uh let's go ahead and take an early break, reset, and when we come back, we'll start talking some wrestling. We got Monday Night Raw. We got a new champion. We got a big time match coming up at Survivor Series. We got uh, the Moxley and Omega match was almost made official. We got a lot to talk about this week here on Boot to the Face, so we'll be right back. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode one fourteen. Marty Vasquez and myself, Chris Rucker, bringing you all your favorite pro wrestling talk. Marty, I didn't even ask you. Did you uh, did you get any kind of merch or anything this week? Um, I did get some stuff, but not figs. Um, yeah, my my stuff's all baby merch right now. It's kind of it's kind of it's like oh we need this, oh we need that. Okay, got it. Cool, but I did get my uh, I did get my first loot crate box or slam crate box um, in about eight months, and even though they're like three boxes back, um, literally I haven't had a box. They're they're that far behind. Um, Which website is it? That's through Slam Crate. Is that WWE? No, that's 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 through Loot Crate. So it's Loot Crate's like WWE exclusive box. Okay. So I like guess. you know you know how Loot Crate has like their geek boxes and stuff like that. Well, they have like they have like specialized ones. You know they have like Harry Potter ones. They have you know all these other different different themes and, and stuff like that. But they also have one with WWE partnership, and they got like they got like three. So they theirs are bi monthly, and they got like three boxes behind. And then I don't know what happened. I feel like they might have lost partnership with WWE because we got an email about a month and a half ago that they got a new partnership with WWE and should be getting shit out. So I'm like, so what the hell? You guys just collecting money and just like not telling us that the partnership dissolved? Like what the hell? Um, oh, yeah. But we got our first box like a couple within the last week from Loot Crate or Slam Crate. And I'm not going to lie. It's not my favorite box because, I mean, they have an Undertaker like pool bag. A Ric Flair thing, um, a it's Bret Hart face. shit, I think, or Finn Balor bookmark. Um, but but the one thing I will say, they give you a set of whiskey glasses. Oh wow! Yeah yeah yeah. So uh, here's one of them. That's pretty dope. I and saw. The, uh, the, fact, uh, I saw you post that the other night, and I was. That's the one I posted last from. night. Yeah, that's the one yep. I posted last night. But they and the other the other was this is how far back this shit is. It's a two pack, right? And one's WWE Edge. And the other one says Elimination Chamber. Oh, wow. That's how far back this shit is. But I'm not going to complain because it gives me two fucking solid whiskey glasses. And I like them, man. I dig it. Don't you hate on those crates, though, where, like, they tell you, 
these are going to be the participants we're going to have. And you're like, please let me get the dope shit. You got a Finn Balor bookmark, but yet you got like Ric Flair and Undertaker shit, which you probably, I mean, you like Undertaker, I think. Yeah. I know you don't like Ric Flair. Like you don't give a fuck about him. I'm sure you'd rather have the Ric Flair bookmark and Do like something cool. you know how many cool. of these fucking bags I have? I have a shit ton. I have a bag full of these bags. <laughs> oh, the little drawstring bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't um, stand those things. They, 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 I'm not gonna lie, though. the shirt was pretty dope. Even though I don't know if I'll wear it, probably will. But it's pretty dope. Who's the shirt? Oh, it's a Bray Wyatt uh, workout and Fiend in the back. It, that was cool. And it's uh, it's actually like it actually feels like really good material. Like you know, how, like WWE shirts are really thick materials. Yeah, that one that one feels kind of really like breathable and shit. So actually, I might actually even wear that one. You need to take a picture of that and tweet that shit out so people can see it because that was a dope ass shirt. WWE has stepped their t shirt games up like the last couple months. Well, like, yeah, but these these are to... these are WWE shirts made specifically by Slam Crate. Okay, so these aren't even on the websites. Yeah, I was I was gonna say WWE shirts though themselves. Oh, okay. A couple years ago, they would uh they would be like cardboard, and once PWTs got real popular and people started talking about the soft shirts. I think WWE just made a switch without even announcing it, and now they have the the soft you mean, style. You mean they switch. they made that that face turned a positive shirt, just like they switched Strowman to a, a face overnight. Yeah, got it. Yeah, got it. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I don't think I bought it. I have bought a shirt from WWE shop in like a year. It's been it's been a minute. I, think, I actually did a lot of shopping on WWE shop last week. I uh I know we'll get to that in a moment, but I uh. <laughs> I usually go, I go, I buy a few shirts throughout the, like, I, you know, leading up to WrestleMania week, so I have the shirts before that, but I'm not going to lie, I was so butthurt and bitter this year that I knew it was going to get canceled, that I didn't spend shit on them, especially because I didn't get shit from them for buying that fucking ticket. Speaking of, do you still have my ticket, or do you send that to get I do, lost? I need to mail oh, okay. it to you, I do, I, uh, I do have them, though, I saw them the other day, and I thought, damn, I thought I already sent these out. I need to mail you yours, and I need to mail my buddy Nate and his wife's theirs. Or since I don't see him, I need to mail them to him. Um, yeah, my WWE shopping. I got drunk and jumped on WWE <laughs> you shop. Drunk shopping. Yeah, believe it. Believe it you're, or not, you're, it you're more than a forty-year-old housewife, bro. Yeah, it happens every now and again. And I, I get on. Uh, I think I was checking my email, and I saw Black Friday WWE. And what I do is, you know, I like wrestling belts. Like, I love collecting the belts, but I don't love the price tag on them. The only belt I've ever paid full price for was my rock belt because I thought, like, it was a collector's item and it would sell out. I didn't know they would be mass producing these motherfuckers. But, um, so I wait for deals. And every now and then, man, they have a deal that I can't turn down. So I went ahead and bought the SmackDown women's title, which I've been wanting for a while. And I'm not going to lie, I like the SmackDown women's title more than I like the WWE title. Like, it's a little bit smaller, and the it's kind of off-white. It's more like a pearl, so it's got like a red tint to it when you're looking at it from a certain light. Never mind. And yeah, it's I'm pretty dope. Uh, <laughs> um, they had to make that shit pearl because of Paige. Oh, boy. Anyways, oh, wow. I digress. Um, you can check out that video on any of your finest websites out there to find out what marty's talking about get your parents permission before you search um i got the side plates to go with it also put it on my little becky lynch shelf and then i bought a couple t-shirts that we talked about last week and 
I think I'm done with WWE shop for a while unless unless they get me again because Black Friday is a coming. I mean, it is Survivor Series. They usually do a pretty damn good deal. Cyber Monday. Get a, Cyber Monday is a week away. I don't think we've talked about this. Um, are you in the market for an Xbox Series X or a PS5? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably not at the moment. Uh, if I do get one, it definitely is going to be... See, that's the problem. I don't know. Like, I just got a new Xbox last year for Black Friday because mine had died right before. So I got a brand new one last year. And I barely use it. As much as I want to play it, I barely use it. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't had a PlayStation since PS2. But I, I like... And I, this is so crazy. I almost want to buy a PlayStation PS5 just because of two games. And... Um, it's just because Sony, Sony has obviously the rights to their characters, so they make they make certain games just for them. So like the Spider Man games, the Spider Man Miles Morales, those games are only for PlayStation. I fucking want to play those games so damn bad that I've thought about buying the system just so I can fucking play that game. I have a PS4. I haven't had an Xbox. Xbox One first came out. I got it the day it came out. We were having a uh, a snowstorm here in Georgia. And we were going to be off work for a couple of days. So I went out and bought it like that morning that it came out to bring back home. Well, like less than a year later, it died. Like an Xbox wouldn't like cover it for me. And I was I was real pissed off about it because I was like, I didn't break it. Like this is your software that just fucked up. And they were like, oh, well, if you just pay like one hundred and fifty dollars, we'll fix it for you. And I told him, I said, if I pay $150 to fix it, I'm never buying an Xbox product again. And so far I haven't, but now I think I'm about to renege on that. Only because everybody I know that does video games is on Xbox. Like, I have no friends that are on PlayStation besides Petopolis, and he's never fucking on there. I know people love the network and everything, but I love Xbox Live. I do always have. Yeah. Um but the one thing I will say, like, yeah, I have more friends that have Xbox than, than PS5s. Did I ever tell you the story about my Xbox dying? No. So my – how to be Xbox 360. So I remember I was playing 360, and I was playing, like, Gears of War 3, I think it was at the time. And I'm putting hours in. This is back when I'm, like, when I was gaming all the time. Living in the middle of the fucking desert. You ain't nothing else better than do. And I was playing, and, like – I got the red ring of death as I'm getting, I'm like, Oh shit. This is my ring of ring of death. I thought I was getting close to this game and the same thing. They're like, Oh, well, uh, it's going to be $150. And then I said, as I, I send them in, I'm like, no, 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 no. This shit got a red ring of death. That means your system failure. It's not my shit. And so they actually, they, they told me to take off my hard drive and they sent me a whole new system. Hmm. And I just had to send mine back. And they sent mine back after they sent me theirs. And then I fucking put the game in. I, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I've been waiting six weeks for this. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to play Gears of War. I'm going to finish this game today. My goal is to finish it today. I sit down, plug the game in. Three minutes later, game's over. My fucking, <laughs> my computer, or my, my Xbox had died three minutes before the finish of the game. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've waited six weeks for three minutes. Son of a bitch. Sounds like high school all over Pretty again. Pretty much. Sounds damn right. <laughs> Sophomore year all over again. Shit. God damn it. <laughs> Three minutes later, the game's over. All right, I promise. After we come back from this break, we're going to talk about wrestling. 
I don't know what the hell just happened. We made we talked about right wrestling, back. just not we're not wrestling us. We talked about wrestling topics. Yeah. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling. We're more like wrestling entertainment podcast. We're like AEW. Boom. Uh, thank you. I was about to make the comment. Thank you very much. I only said that for you, Marty. Appreciate it. Marty's got like crawl up his ass about AEW lately. No, I, I don't. I fucking love AEW. I just, I, I tune into AEW for watching wrestling. Not for watching the Hangover remake. Ooh. Well, let's get into Monday Night Raw first before we get to that. Drew McIntyre came out with a damn Braveheart skirt on and a sword that apparently belongs to Vince McMahon. That Triple H and Stephanie gifted Vince McMahon. Why this crazy motherfucker needs a sword, I don't know. The last motherfucker I would want to be wielding a goddamn King Arthur sword is Vince McMahon. Uh, There can be only one. (laughs) But Drew McIntyre comes out with, you know, a kilt that Sheamus gave him. What's up with the Sheamus stuff, by the way, before we get to that? Like, I keep waiting on a payoff for it. I think the payoff is coming and is going to come after Roman. Sheamus a heel 95% of the time he's on TV. And then him and Drew McIntyre like best buds. Well, that's the thing. I think that's that's what's going to make that storyline is the fact he's trying to bank on the fact they're friends in real life and been around each other forever and come from the same area and he's going to get a buddy buddy and then he's going to turn on him. That's what Seamus does best. And Seamus is going to be input back into the title picture, which goes to what we were talking about a year ago. Where the fuck is Seamus? Seamus was at the top of the game and obviously just disappears. Now he's training the, the talent rather than participating. Um, and they came back and he was jobbing out and getting people over, um, so I don't know. I think that, that I think that's the trajectory I saw was that this is going to lead to obviously a turn uh, once yeah. it gets him in close, and then Sheamus is in the picture. I honestly thought Sheamus would come out and stop him from winning the match this week, but that didn't happen. Obviously, as Drew McIntyre takes the title, the 14th title reign of Randy Orton is over quickly, and Drew McIntyre is now headed to Survivor Series to take on the Tribal Chief. Marty, what'd you think about Drew even losing the title to Orton just to give it back to him three weeks later? I thought, you know what, I'm thinking as I'm writing this up, I'm like, there's got to be two reasons. One, they wanted to give Randy another title ring just to add him to the notch. Um, two, the other one was the only thing I could, the only, like, the only plausible reason I could figure out why would be to put a finish to the Randy and McIntyre storyline. Um, you let Ro- you let him win it. So that puts that gives him his one win. And then McIntyre wins it back to f- close it out. Um, why it happened to so close. It's just kind of annoying. Obviously because I'm a, I'm a Randy fan. Um, I don't know man. That That's the only thing I can like try to convince myself as to why they did it. Because other than that it just irritates me. So Randy Orton, I, I can't find the the info that I came across this week, but I was kind of baffled by it. He only has one significantly long title reign in all 14 reigns. There's a couple of them in there that are less than 30 days, like more than one. Uh, I do know that there was one pay-per-view where him and Triple H traded the title like three times. Like they had a couple matches and they kept going back and forth. But if you look up the history of Randy Orton's title reigns, like... 
only one of them is really significant. He's got 14 title reigns, but he doesn't have a reign that you just look back on like, like that guy's the man. Um, does that kind of cheapen or the fact that I had to look up that meme and see that his title reigns didn't last that long. And, but you know, in my memory, I remember him being a 14 time champion. I remember Orton having the title a lot. So I guess the question I'm trying to ask is the length of the reign in the grand scheme of things years later, does it really matter? Because when you think Randy Orton, 14 time champion, you don't think, Oh yeah, he's had a couple reigns that are less than a month. I mean, you look at it. I mean, we talk about all the time, you know, Charlotte has a million championship reigns. Only a couple are lengthy. Um, Becky doesn't have as many title reigns, but hers are, have some time behind them. When you have so many title reigns within a short period of time, I think it becomes diluted and doesn't mean shit. But when you have, it could be shorter reigns, but when you have it over a long period of time, I don't think it's as diluted, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you if you have like 10 in two years, but you have 14 over 20, um, no matter what the time is, it just shows it just shows longevity and consistency, whereas shorten it or a quantity in a shorter period of time, it, you can just you just see that oh these were just handed off back and forth. Now we could have said the same thing about Randy because if we looked back you know five six years ago, then maybe we're saying the same thing, because um, he's only had what three title reigns in the last four or five years, um, yeah. but I don't know I don't think I don't think it really holds too much against it because I didn't even think about that because I remember you know watching and he always had it whether it was back and forth with him and Triple H or back and forth with him and Cena um, him and Daniel Bryan him and Daniel Bryan you know it just it just always like he always had a title and and never never really recognized the fact that he only had it for a short period of time um, without a, a couple of lengthy ones or one lengthy one I mean just his last two he had this one for what three four weeks the one before that, he beat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania and then lost on like a random show to Jinder Mahal. Well, no, he had the one from he him and Jinder Mahal went back and forth twice, didn't they? No, he lost his title to Jinder Mahal and then he never could get it back. And then AJ ended up taking it from Jinder Mahal. He never got it back from Jinder after he lost it. He had that incredible like Bray Wyatt Wyatt family storyline where he burned the fucking house down, won the Royal Rumble decided to turn on Bray Wyatt and then took the title from him. And then like two months later, he loses to Jinder Mahal at like fucking judgment day or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A a very forgettable reign. It's like they give the title to Orton and they don't have any plans for him afterwards. But nonetheless, he's a 14 time world champion. Drew McIntyre is your new WWE champion. And we will talk more about him later on in the show as regards to him and the tribal chief. Um, Oscar came back this week finally. Did you remember she was the WWE Raw Women's Champion? I sure shit did not. I forgot there was even a Raw Women's Championship. That title doesn't mean shit since Becky gave it away. Like it was the title, kind of like the SmackDown Women's Title was when Becky had. And yeah, you can get mad that I'm giving Becky all this credit for people that are listening, but let's be real. Those titles didn't mean shit until she got them when she became the man, and then they became the most important titles in WWE. And now, 
it's a joke. It's an afterthought. Uh, Oscar defended the women's title on the fucking pre-show last month versus Lana. Like, that shit would have never happened if Becky had the title. Becky opened up pay-per-views a couple times, but they were still some of the biggest matches that were on the pay-per-view. Yeah, just because you open the ma- like that's the way you know. Just because you open the card doesn't mean you're lower quality. I mean, hell, could arguably say the best match um, with Jay and and Roman started the card off. And there's a reason why some people there's a reason why the Usos are known for starting cards off because they get the 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 up the tempo going, the hype up, and they they deliver on uh, on making that card something exciting just from the beginning. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people that believe that the opening match is just as important as the finale. Uh, um, good. With Oscar and the women's title, like we always give the WWE so much credit about what they're doing with the women's division. They haven't done shit with the women's division. And besides Sasha and Bailey in almost a year now, like, their women's division has completely fallen off. The exact opposite's going on in T- in NXT, but I feel like their women division has just went by the wayside since uh, since COVID hit. Like they just don't give a shit about it anymore. Oh, one hundred percent. It's like they, you know, saw, uh, um, Becky went out. Charlotte's gone. Ronda ain't nowhere to be found. And they're just trying to fit things. They're just it's like, um. We don't have enough gas in the tank, but I'm definitely going to keep pushing until I get to the next, hoping I get to those final miles to get to the gas station. Uh, like, they're just trying to put things together and hope that it makes it through until these these big names come back, even though they have big names there. But like you said, they're not utilizing them properly. And though the SmackDown title ha- has not had a single issue with it. They they That title has, you know, Bailey had it for over 300 days. Well over 300 days. Sasha has been going back, has had it since then. Um, but yeah, the the women's championship on Raw just hasn't done anything. It's to the point where the 24-7 title has been held at a higher prominence level than the women's championship on Raw has. True that. Let's, uh, Adam Pierce. Where the, fuck did, where the fuck did this guy come from? <laughs> just one day, Vince just is telling him, and he's in Vin, Vince is just telling him, you better get this shit straight or you're fired. And all of a sudden, the guy's on TV all day, every day. I like having an authority figure that's not a face or a, or a heel, though. I think that's something that's much needed in wrestling, kind of like William Regal. Like, I'm just here to keep the order. First like, of all. Let me do my job. And William Regal on NXT, Yes. William Regal on WWE, no. <laughs> oh, you didn't like Commissioner Regal? I love Commissioner day? Regal. Him and Tajiri, but, <laughs> but oh Regal God. was a heel, as a heel leader. Um, now he's not. So it's right. current day he's William, grown William up. Regal. He's grown up. You know, but, oh, man, that was some good shit. In your notes, life? you're saying he's got too much TV time, which I agree with. But I will say, you know, to repeat what I said earlier, I do like – not having a authority figure that's a heel or a face that's like or as not a man. I love that. Yeah. I do love that. Uh, but it's like he's he's there all day long. Like he's got more segments than everybody else does. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess they they've tested some kind of analysis and they enjoy having Adam Pierce on TV. I mean, shit. Here we are talking about him. 
Fair on enough. Esteemed on Boot to the Face episode 114. And we're about to take a break. This episode is presented by Wild CBD. Wild produces the best tasting edibles on the market using real fruit and all natural flavoring. With flavors inspired by the Pacific Northwest, high quality ingredients, real fruit, and consistent dosing. Wild has become one of the leading cannabis edible producers in the country. Wild's new CBD line currently offers real fruit infused gummies in blackberry, huckleberry, lemon, and raspberry, and CBD infused sparkling water in raspberry, lemon, blackberry, and blood orange. Each gummy is dosed with 25 milligrams of CBD and can be purchased in a bottle of 10 or 20. Wild CBD is offering our listeners 30% off their next purchase from wildcbd.com using the code POD. That's P-O-D for 30% off your next purchase. Wild CBD products are intended for only use by individuals age 18 and older. Wild CBD products should only be consumed as directed on the label and should not be used if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. All wild CBD products are made with ingredients containing zero THC. Consult with the health professional prior to using wild CBD in combination with any medications or any dietary supplements. Welcome back. Boots to the Face, episode 114. Marty Vasquez along with myself, Chris Rucker. Marty, let's get into your favorite wrestling promotion, All Elite Wrestling. This past week, All we watched, Entertainment Wrestling. This past week, we watched your, your squad, the Inner Circle, go to Las Vegas and... I'm not going to lie. Like some of it I found laugh out loud funny. Yes. As as much as of a piece of shit he as he comes off as in real life, Sammy Guevara is fucking hilarious. And I know you don't like him, but this dude makes me laugh every fucking week when he's on TV. Just was every he trying week. to cut himself with a fucking butter knife? <laughs> this fucking guy is no, he's not got, even a butter knife, a bread knife. He has got some comedic talent that he reminds me of uh not to compare him to a WWE act, but he reminds me of Billy Kay. Like, Billy Kay just does really small things that make me laugh out loud. And both their voices are the annoying. Thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that makes sense, actually. <laughs> I love when Jericho's like, you're a piece of shit. Tell him in Spanish, Sammy. And Sammy goes, el shito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyhow, what'd you think of the Inner Circle and their hangover moment? fucking hated it it was a waste of time i get what they're doing but it was so uh, really that's what you're gonna do you have so much talent there you have so much you can do and that's what you're gonna do and it goes back to what i said last week is they have become so much about building entertainment than they have just wrestling that that took up so much time because that was part that was part two it took up so much time. That could have been wrestling. That could have been people that should have been on the card. Where was Scorpio Sky this week? Where was um, where was uh, Sean Spears this week? You know, we're t- I'm tired of getting the guys that. Should, how many times do we need to see the Butcher and the Blade? We don't need to see them every fucking week. We don't need to see Eddie Kingston every single week. 
You know what I mean? It's like these there's guys that that deserve to be on TV that aren't getting it, and then we're gonna get a long ass montage that's remaking The Hangover. That is just uh, I don't. See, on one hand, I agree with you that we're getting the same people over and over again. And on the other hand, I'm thinking, well, we are in a pandemic. Maybe not everybody can be there. But then you look in the crowd, and all these guys are there that you're naming. So, you know, I I do kind of agree with you. I think they have a huge roster, and they're constantly recycling the same people. Now, there's some people that are going to be there every week. Your Cody's, your Young Bucks, your Omegas, your Moxley's. But as far as the mid-card goes, um. I think they could do a little bit better with that. And I think they took a step forward this week with uh, my boy Will Hobbs turning on Cody. And oh, going shit. The, the hell yeah, they did. They also had Pac and uh, Lucha Bros on there. and Yep. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not saying they're not doing what they can and not doing well with some stuff. But I'm saying that they, there's there's more opportunity for them to do what they said they were going to do. That's my only thing. It's like you told us you were going to do this, and this is what you're getting us. Uh, it's not the same. And... I don't know. Maybe that's just me overstretching. Um, maybe that's me being like the other WWE haters who are like, oh, this is this is shit. This is I'm like, well, what you're complaining about is the same thing we've been getting forever. So if you don't like it, then why do you keep tuning in? Um, where I, I understand that. I'm, I'm not trying to sound hypocritical at all, but we haven't always gotten this from AEW. We were told we weren't going to be getting this from AEW. So that's my gripe with it, with it. I still enjoy the I still enjoy the program. Don't get me wrong. I just want yeah. them to do a little bit less of this and a little bit more of that. I think this is where our wrestling tastes differ because I am more storyline and and entertainment value than I. I could I love a good match. See, I I, I love storyline, but I think they can do storyline in ways that it's you know beneficial without going over the top with some of this stuff. And I feel like with yeah. the inner circle. Since day one with MJF, they have gone over how like they could put a fucking made two movies by now with the amount of shit that they've built and done cinema wise for the two of them. For as much as people like us don't like MJF, there's people out there that love this shit. I know, and they're on crack. They're called messages. It's like the, it's you know, like I tweeted out earlier. Why are the Cowboys on at four twenty five today? Really, yeah. We all know they're going to lose. You do whatever the fuck you have to to get and they can be they can be on at one o'clock, right? But you have people that love the Cowboys like me that'll tune in, and you have other people that love watching the Cowboys lose that are going to tune in. So Fox is like, I don't give a fuck what y'all are talking about. Y'all can hate on the Cowboys all you want, but you're going to tune in. That's how people are with MJF. So they'd be stupid not to have him on TV a lot, even though it does annoy the shit out of me because I don't like the guy. But that's fine. But put him on TV in the ring or uh, you know on stage. I don't know. Well, I just okay. I got <sighs> I got I got something for you. You ever thought of this, Marty? He's not that good in the ring. I know he's not. I've been saying that for a very long time. <laughs> he's not like he's good. He. I'm trying to think of what podcaster that used to be. Maybe it's Bruce Pritchard. It's like they talk about how good somebody is, and then the bell rings. Like he loses all his cachet once the bell rings and he starts wrestling. I'm not into it. I know there are people that are. Hey, good for you, but I'm. MJF to me is good when he's in a suit and a scarf. He entertains me, but once the bell ring, like I don't give a shit about it. He doesn't annoy me enough to where I want to see somebody whoop his ass. Like that match with Jericho, I thought was one of Jericho's worst matches since he's been back. Oh, I want to watch him whoop his ass. Like, well, then he's doing his job correctly. Take him out back and beat him with the rubber hose. Just 
interesting. Petopolis wrote a uh, an article the other day about I MLW. That. I haven't read it yet, and, but it's on uh, doing the favor pod, uh, doing the favors page. And he talked about how his first time seeing MJF, Joe was talking shit to MJF, and MJF slapped his hat off his head. <laughs> I was like, see, if I would have saw him do that to Joe, that would have made me a fan. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. all love, Joe. I'm just kidding. Not really. I love to see MJF <laughs> smack your hat off. That would have been hilarious to see Joe's reaction to that. that um, <laughs> there was, there's going to be no NXT TakeOver this weekend to go along with Survivor Series, which I think is a bit odd. Um, but War Games is coming in two weeks. right? So it's like they, instead of having a back-to-back, they did it, decided to do it two weeks later. Now, <clears throat> my question, do you think that that's just planning of them kind of spread it out and have something between now and TLC? Or... Is it because they don't want to have that much going on? Um, well, NXT is still being done at the Performance Center, correct? Yeah. Okay, so it's not even the same place. So I was like, well, maybe sanitation-wise, back-to-back days is kind of tough, but it's not even the same fucking place. So that's, I don't know. It, it, my my thing more was like, we don't get a takeover, and then we don't get any NXT on Survivor Series. Yeah, I um, real quick, I do like... The NXT's been doing standalone pay-per-views where they get the whole weekend to themselves. Mm-hmm. But I wish it was Saturday. Like, AEW's got me spoiled now, man. I love Saturday night pay-per-views. I where I can stay up. I can watch it. I don't have to go to work the next morning. I, Even though WWE's been running two and a half hours their last few. But I don't get to that. I do if like do, that. If you do it Saturday night, then why hasn't I like I, I, I feel you on there. But by the time I get home and I get started watching pay, pay-per-view... That means I don't get done until midnight. And, I, and then I got to get up like five hours to record. The world doesn't revolve around you, Marty. The world doesn't revolve around you, so leave it on Sunday where we're used to it, and we know it. <laughs> NXT's a Saturday night show, though. And it's now not, moved not to even, Sunday. It's a, if it's supposed to be main brand, there's no reason why it can't be on Sundays. That's true. Uh, you just said something in passing that I don't even think we've we've talked about much. NXT like beat the shit out of SmackDown and Raw last year at Survivor Series, and now this year they're not even on the fucking show. I think they should like invade it tonight. Dude, that'd be fantastic. I mean, I think they should just show up. Keith Lee's there tonight, and he was the big star last year out of it, you know. But other than that, like, there's no women's. No, well, I mean, yes, Bianca's the fuck. Bianca's there too. You know what? That's you know, Bianca and Keith Lee were the two breakout stars of NXT last year, Survivor Series, and they're both on the Survivor Series teams this year. Right, but I mean, there's like, but there's NXT nobody else as a brand. Yeah, right, it, it represented at all, which is which. Which is I feel like there's going to be NXT inside the T, uh, the new Battle Royal that's going to be before the match. I feel like there will be a couple people there. Oh, because um, it said it says it's a. Oh no, never mind. It probably won't because it says dual brand Battle Royal, so you, it probably won't. You also brought up another thing with the location of what WWE is doing. There was an announcement this week that starting in December, WWE Raw and SmackDown will be taking the Thunderdome to Tropicana Field. And my question for that is, with that being open air, you think this is going to be like how AEW is doing, where they're going to start letting actual fans come in? I believe it is. Absolutely. I don't see why not. If if, if football teams and... Uh, baseball was at the end. If they've allowed fans in the stands, I don't see why the WWE can't do so in an open arena either. Especially if down the road, AEW's doing that daily's place. How cold does it get in Florida in the wintertime? What, 95? 90? 
Okay. I don't, I don't I really say. know. It'd be kind of be kind of chilly for them women that don't really wear many. Well, the men don't either, but you walk around with everybody cutting holes with their nipples and stuff. Santana Garrett's got a cape. She's good. Santana Garrett, the first mention in a You know, sometimes we just work on the same thing. Because about 10 minutes ago, I looked over your shoulder and saw her little calendar there. And I thought, damn, we haven't talked about Santana Garrett in so long. Oh, I mentioned her Does last she week. she even still wrestle? I don't know. I don't know. Is she retired? Like, we're, can we get a, put her on a milk carton? Like, I miss her. I think we all do. We all do. Well, listen, you know what? Listen I, think I, I think I just found a new... I'm, I'm, I have a new post. I'll put on our Instagram page today. Um, once I get a chance to make it, I'll post something on there. See if we can get some reaction from Santana. Santana Garrett loves us. She responds to our shit all the time. Just not, just not our request to have her on the show. Come on, Santana. I wonder if her love that she responds with is like, <laughs> like the creepy love of all these guys, <laughs> or if it's like, oh, it's boots Don't in the face. Don't tell again. me that. Don't. Why are you gonna go ruin my shit? Don't tell me that. Damn it. Oh, let me give these motherfuckers a sympathy. They like. always tell you. Don't, they always tell you don't make meet your heroes and yeah, you can go steal my. Like if we like, meet her, Aw. if we finally meet her in real life, she's like, oh, it's boots to the face, and she gives you the little hug where she like sticks her ass like ten feet away from it's you. It's a shoulder sure. with ass out. And you're like, oh. Okay. Uh, John Moxley had a, a interview this week where he just casually mentioned that Renee Young is pregnant or Renee Paquette. I'm sorry, um, which has nothing to do with AEW, but I think it does. Do you think this leads to him dropping the title to Omega and taking time off pretty soon? Because Moxley and Renee both have you know been COVID people as far as getting contracting it for effect so yeah and, and i saw an article about her reaction about him nonchalantly telling it to the world but i couldn't read it because every time i opened the damn article the computer would freeze i'm like son of a bitch really well did you read um, about how how bailey found out no bailey found out because renee went to text john moxley and tell him they were pregnant oh she told she text bailey, bailey by accident <laughs> that's hilarious. of all fucking people how did that even happen? Like they're not. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I guess our Lord twenty twenty. If she has, if she has like Moxie under like Babe and then Bailey, so I, I guess that can be why she accidentally clicked below it, maybe. Um, or you know, I'm not. You know, it, it just happens because I texted something. Yeah, you know, I didn't want to go there. Um, that well, that okay then. Um, but I don't even know that she's that far along, so I don't know. Uh, maybe that's a reason for him to go off TV. Maybe that's why he threw that out there. He did his ass me backstage. Um, I, I, you know what? I know you don't care for it, but I'm okay with with Kenny taking the title from him. So I think it's possible. I do like, um, you know, I'm not an Omega fan. I think Omega's a dork. Um, I do like his whole stance, though. Like, def- this is going to be our first match ever because the first one was unsanctioned. And like, I totally I'm not forgot about get- that until last <laughs> night. When I was I love, watching AEW, I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. That was an unsanctioned match. I love that he's just like, I'm not even going to give you credit for that win. Like, me and you have never faced each other one-on-one. And how he walked out at the end of that clusterfuck that was Moxley versus Kingston and was like, yeah, none of this shit's happening. Like, we're having a wrestling match, and you're going to have to wrestle me. I love his stance on that. But I think Ken is a dork. And it, I tweeted this out earlier Here's also that, like, he's the... He's the wrestling version of the movie Inception. For people like me that don't like him, there's some fucking hipster wrestling fan that's like 400 pounds that's there to tell me, oh, well, you just don't understand. 
No, I understand he's a fucking nerd, and I don't get it. What if you had a following, man? You could have just told me. Shit, <laughs> sorry, man. You're not even an Fuck. Omega fan. You I am an Omega fan. I've always been an Omega fan. No, you're not. Um, I don't care for shit about Inception. Though. I watched that movie five fucking times. So I've watched it all the way through. Um, you just didn't get it, Morgan. Um, well, I don't even know what I was going to respond to on that one. <laughs> you don't have to. Just let me win. Okay. Someone's got to give you a W. Cowboys won't. Ooh. Every time you get cocky like this, the Packers are getting their ass I just, want, go there. I just want to throw that out there. Every time you start with this shit, the Packers end up taking a big time L that same day. So go ahead, keep it up. Uh, real quick before we take our our next break, EO and Rhea and Thunder Rosa and Serena D put on two fantastic women's matches that I don't think are getting talked about nearly enough this week. You know what? I think D and Thunder Rosa put on a fantastic match. And then Britt Baker had to go and fuck it up. Yeah, I like it. I like uh, Britt Baker. I'm becoming a fan of her. I didn't like her when it first started. Um, I don't know what it was about. She had the Adam Cole vibe to me where she just looked so small compared to everybody else like in her build. And she's put on, I think I mentioned this last time, she's put on a little weight. And I'm not saying she's getting fat, people. She's got like 0% body fat, so shut the fuck up before you go there. But no, her body's like... She's getting a little thicker, like she's been hitting the, yeah. hitting the weights instead of the cardio. Right. And you can see it. And uh, She's putting on mass in, in, a, in a good way. And I love her and Rebel. I love their dynamic together. I think she's a really good heel. And I think I think they should have put the title on, on Britt Baker like as soon as she came back from that injury. And it hasn't happened. Well, I mean, that goes back to you. I you know, Britt Baker should have been the first champion. That's well. She wasn't. She wasn't as over as she is now, though. Yeah. Like but when, when I she, think when I think that her progression to being over would have happened much faster had she been champion rather than Nyla. Or not Nyla. Go I, f- who was the first one? Whatever her name was. The little fucking the uh, one that nobody remembers. Yeah, her. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with her not getting the title at the beginning because at the beginning she was trying to be this little like sweet baby face and I'm a dentist and now. She's got a character that people can sink their teeth into, and now it's time to put the title on her, I think. Um, you think Rhea Ripley's done with NXT now that EO beat her ass the way she did on Wednesday? I hope so. Wednesday? She, they, the w, the main – I don't care. I know it's not, but it is. Um, she needs to be on the main roster. They They need her badly on the main roster. Another fantastic match, though. I love the ending sequence of EO putting her through the table and then her rolling into the ring right into the moonsault. Um, EO's just so good. Like, I think her title reign has been kind of best in the world. Outlived it a little bit, but every time I think, all right, this is the match she's going to lose the title because she's had it for so long, and then I watch the match and I'm like, no wonder they don't take the title off. She's so fucking good. Like, I just want to see her and Sasha like have a best of three or a best of five series match and I'd be in heaven. That'd be awesome. I can I can get on board with that. I love EO. So so I can see that. I'm not gonna and I will give credit I'll give credit with the credits due. Sasha when she's put with the right partner, she elevates that to a highly higher level match. I will give her that. Um so her and EO, man, I, I think that'd be a fantastic series. Marty, by them taking NXT out of Survivor series, they have stripped us of the triple threat that could have been Oscar, EO, and Sasha Banks. Now I'm pissed off. We need to go to break. (laughs) 
I'm not even in the mood to talk anymore. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 114. I didn't take a shot during the break. I'm actually sober, Marty. I'm drinking water and coffee because it's very early and I have to exercise later because I'm on a I'm finally on the right track, Marty. I'm lifting weights, doing a little cardio, still not eating the best, but that's to come. Um that's yeah. I'm either I'm either gonna look like Otis or The Rock, one of the two. So I'm closer to Otis than I am to Rock right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh I mean just just you know, stay away from the ham on Thanksgiving, bro, and you'll be good. I'm smoking a ham on Thanksgiving because I don't like turkey. My wife is at the store right now buying a fucking ham for us to smoke on Oh, man, I got I got a bunch. I got a freezer full of ham from the, the hogs I slaughtered a couple years ago. And it's like, oh, I need to cook this shit at some point. Um, I did get them ribs put out this week, though. Hot damn, them bitches were I good. I saw that. I saw that. You made me want ribs. Uh, let's talk about SmackDown. Roman and Drew McIntyre had a contract signing, and for two weeks in a row, WWE has just let Roman destroy Drew McIntyre on the microphone. When you look a motherfucker in the eye and say, you're a secondary champion, like, they go get you when I'm busy, and we all know it's true. Like, <clears throat> Drew got to where he is because Roman wasn't at WrestleMania this year, and they needed to put the belt on somebody that kind of resembled Roman. And for him to just bring that shit out, that reminds me of John Cena versus Roman back in the day when John Cena kind of started spitting truth bombs to Roman about his promo skills and shit like that. So, I mean, the matches tonight, we're not going to predict the card, but what do you think happens? you think Roman destroys them or? I think, I think that, I think, I think McIntyre gets some, I think there's some like, uh, What's it called? Like the circle, the prey. I think Roman. They're gonna circle the ring a lot, and then they're finally gonna get into it. There's gonna McIntyre's gonna get some offense in there, but after that, I just I don't see for what they've built up with Roman. You can't have this go as a long match. You can't give McIntyre too much offense. He needs to get take some hits, but they need to just beat the shit out of him. I you know well, I'm, I, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't see a finish this match. I was going to say, Roman can't lose right now. Um, McIntyre can't get dominated the way Jey Uso did either and then take his title back to Raw and expect people to be intimidated by him. Now, everybody on Raw is not Roman Reigns, but he's already lost to Randy Orton fair and square, and now he's going to get dominated by Roman. Like All of a sudden, all that work they did to build Drew up as an unstoppable babyface is out the window now if Roman just beats his ass tonight. I do think Roman's going to win, though. I don't think it's going to be a dominant win, but I think he will win. Um, See, that's the thing. I, had... th- I think I have a feeling it could go McIntyre win by DQ um, because I, I think that Roman calls in, calls Jay in and just tells him to finish him off. And I think that's how you get get him out of there where even though he gets his ass beat, he gets his ass beat by, some, by, by basically being tag-teamed on. Um Roman takes the L, but he, he like sacrifices the win, not not loses. If that makes sense, um, just because it's Roman, he's at the I don't give a fuck if I win or lose. Um, that that's where I think he's getting to the point where it's like I win or lose, it doesn't matter. I, I do what I want, and I don't care for this win because you're nobody to me. 
I mean, he is he he is his favorite second. Um, what do you say, favorite second? This man doesn't even use a microphone. They just talk. Like I, I love that. I because there's no crowd there, so I can just speak. Put an extra mic in the ring, and let's just talk like we're having a conversation. I love that. Um, Sasha Banks got attacked by one of the white chicks again. I mean Carmella. I'm sorry. I thought it was I thought it was one of the Wayne's brothers running out there. Oh, you want to talk about mamas? I thought it was one of the Wayne's brothers. Um. Carmella comes out, attacks Sasha again. This is going to be such an awful feud because we know good and hell well Carmella's not going to beat Sasha. And for as good as Carmella is with making you think she's really good, she's not that good at wrestling. No, and the the worst part about all this is the fact that Corey's going to be over on the side talking her up even more. And it's going to be like, dude, shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Shut up. And I'm not I'm not looking forward to that commentary. I did love uh, in the ring with Michael Cole and Oscar and Sasha, and she turns around and goes, "What time is it, Michael?" And he's like, "Well, it's boss time." Uh, <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> Sasha's uh, Sasha's in her bag, man. I'm I'm loving her on the mic. She's you know people like you that hate on her have to give her her just due, man. She's she's a fucking star. We did give her just in the ring. Her mic skills are trash. And I don't know why you'll never understand and never see it. Her content may be good, but her delivery sucks. I disagree. I know you do. Uh, I'm and, just, and and I'm just, you know, just telling you how she it is. Thinks, she thinks that she is the face of SmackDown and she should be getting just as much time as Roman Reigns does. She thinks she's the face of the fucking company. She's not. You know, you know there was a lady about a year and a half ago that started making claims that way and... I remember on our little Facebook wrestling page, I put it out there that the biggest star in wrestling is a woman, and people laughed about it. And then months later, she's main event in WrestleMania. If you don't put it out into the universe and you don't strive for it, I don't think it's going to happen. So if Sasha believes that she's the biggest fucking star in the country, I mean, I don't see Roman Reigns on The Mandalorian. No, but I see Roman Reigns in blockbuster movies. Like what? Hobbs and Shaw. He had he had twice as much time as Sasha did and half the lines. And he had a much bigger role still. But he didn't. He was the fucking Rock's little bitch. Hey man. He, he was, was Paul he Heyman. Was in, he, he was, was the in Paul Heyman to Roman to Rock's movie. Roman. He was in a blockbuster. Rock movie. wouldn't even look at him. He just turned his head and be like, hand me that chain. <laughs> and then next thing you know, he's fucking Tying a chain to a goddamn helicopter because Jason so Momoa better watch weird. his ass because they're fucking they're gonna they're gonna replace Hera. And put take Amber Heard out, and then be like, you know what? We're taking people out. Hey, Jason. I mean, look. Obviously, I don't believe Sasha's a bigger star than Roman Reigns. I'm I'm being hyperbolic, but I do feel like she could be the biggest women star in the company until Becky and Charlotte get back. And I feel like she's a bigger star than ninety five percent of the men that are there. So if she wants to look at Roman Reigns and put him in the crosshairs and fucking do it, you can't. If you don't call your shot, you can't do it. If you don't believe that, so I like it. Give me more. Give me more Sasha Banks on my TV. Just have a whole show of Sasha Banks and Roman Reigns. I'm out. It wouldn't be that. It'd be Sasha, Roman, and Adam Pierce. <laughs> call me call me Sammy G. I got that timing <laughs> down. Uh let's close it out with some news and notes we got here. Um Omega is saying that a, a work 
a working relationship with WWE would be the best for both companies and the fans. We've talked about that before. Obviously, it ain't going to happen with WWE. Um, one, I'll get your thoughts on that. But two, I personally think they need to mend fences with New Japan and a working relationship with AEW, ROH, Impact, New Japan, MLW. All the bigger North American promotions need to work together and leave WWE out in the cold. And I think that would be fantastic. I did say North American and New Japan. I know that, but New Japan does have a a. Uh, uh, they do have an American broadcast. Yeah, I mean they do have a North so American I think champion, and his name I'd is rather, John Moxley. I'd rather see AEW work with all those than work with WWE. What do you think? Um, I agree. Like I, I think that WWE, if WWE were to ever come knocking, like you know what, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna share this we're gonna have like a territory thing with you guys um i think it'd be fantastic because you see <clears throat> some people that we've never seen face each other you know you can't really look at like the top stars so it's like oh we've seen cody against these guys you know um we have obviously we've never seen kenny versus these guys but we've seen moxley versus them we've seen jericho versus them um so i mean i i, I agree though i think that they need absolutely get shit better with New Japan, especially with the talent they have and the talent that was stateside. Uh, I know that the um, G.O.D. returned recently. Uh, but like G.O.D., I thought that was Rico Suave and, and Tongaloa. <laughs> right? I didn't know that was a, <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> come out looking like Billy D. Williams back when he was a kid. <laughs> right? you know, Mario Van Peebles face ass. Like, my God. Uh, so, I mean, stuff like that, I think that that would obviously – be good but yeah you have a partnership with all these brands and you make that the network and i think that holds up makes it even more competition for wwe to set their game up because if you're getting this quality of entertainment and quality of wrestling from all these brands um it just it elevates the whole industry and i think that's where that's what's lacking is these guys are all new japan guys like most of them are so there's no there's no reason why it benefits both companies to be working together um, outside WWE, I don't care what anyone says AEW and New Japan are the two biggest names outside. Um, and then if you get Ring of Honor to get their head out their ass, uh, you get them in there. But you know, w- it's, and it's cre- I, the the partnership with New Japan could change. I mean, the how their president just stepped down, so a new president's gonna be coming in place if he's not already in place. So that easily can change shit and fix things up and make things partnership wise work with AEW. Um, I think that's better. We'll see what happens, but I think yeah, I absolutely agree with you on that. I'd love to see like a round robin tournament for every division, like heavyweight, lightweight, women's. I'd love to see like a round robin tournament of all of those for them to crown like one champion. Obviously, they would split it up where like impact wins tag team AEW wins world title like they'd split it up like that but a tournament using all of those companies and their best wrestlers would be so good and the promos would be good and the the crowd interaction would be good whether we'd be able to go see it or not would be fantastic um if we were to do that who you think commentates? You think Jr. would do it? Since as he's saying, AEW is going to be his last gig. I think you get, um, you get Jr. and Kevin Kelly. And I don't if think they R- work well together, though, they did before, right? But that Jr. was actually good back then too. Well, I mean, they both they were both doing New Japan recently. I honestly, I'd rather, and it sucked. 
JR was awful. JR's always awful. Um, but I mean, it depends. Like, I, I mean, I don't know who you got. I'd, I'd love uh, Kevin Kelly, Tony Schiavone, and Taz. I think a three-man booth with them would be really good. Kevin Kelly brings the technical shit. Taz brings the color commentary, and Tony kind of ties it all together, keeps everybody in line. I would love that. that I, I'm team. good with that. I just see that when when you know <clears throat> you say you ask who would it be, and I think they they obviously absolutely put Jr. Just because it's Jr. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think about Jr. saying he's hanging it up after AEW? Thank you. What I don't like is the fact he said it ain't not going to be anytime soon. Like, what do we got to do to make that soon? Come on, bro. Just go home. <laughs> I know ain't nobody there, but just go home. We're a little late on this one, Marty, but Alexa Bliss is now engaged to Ryan Cabrera. And she got all kind of... <laughs> so, let me get this straight. These dudes that are staying in their mom's basement are upset that Alexa Bliss is engaged. Like, they had a Those shot. are the best memes. Those are the best fucking memes. Like, they had a shot. Let me... All right. If you're one of these people that are upset about Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera getting engaged, you're not going to like what I'm about to tell you. That night when you were tweeting about how upset you were when you found out they were engaged, Ryan Cabrera was doing all kinds of shit to Alexa Bliss that some stuff you'll never get to do to her. I hate to break it to you. You never had a shot, kid. That's pretty much all. Fans are weird, man. That's like that guy that got the AJ Styles tattoo with AJ's kids' birthdays on him. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? That's fucking weird. What is wrong with people? People don't know boundaries anymore, man. Nope. Get mad because Alexa Bliss is engaged. Be happy for that woman. Like you had a shot. You live in your mom's basement. You got fucking. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. But what what if it would have ran into our Disney World? Winter is coming. Y'all can't see Marty right now, but he just rolled his eyes and shook his head. You don't like the name? No. I hate the name. It's so stupid. Like, really? Well, that's, the show, that's the show Kenny Omega is going to become AEW World Champion. That is, that is true. And if he, has, <laughs> if he doesn't walk out in a giant black robe, oh my God, he's John gonna, Snow he's style. He's going to come out like uh, Rollins did. He's going to come out as the, uh, what do you call them fucking things? The uh, son of a bitch. The winner is coming, people. The Night King. Oh, yeah. He's going to come out like the Night King. Watch. Wasn't that his name? The Night King? The Night King? Yeah. Yeah. Wrestlers' real names real quick, Marty. You put this in the note. Does this have anything to do with what I said the other day? Yes. I put this down as soon as you said it. So it just annoys the shit out of me when people call wrestlers by their real names. Um, when people are watching The Undertaker and they're like Mark Calloway. Like, shut up. You're not a part of the cool kids club. I don't know why. It just... I don't know, man. It. I don't know. I don't know why it makes me feel the way it does. But it's just such an eye roll when I see people tweeting and being like... Oh, yeah, congrats, Mark Calloway, on your... Shut the fuck up. His name is The Undertaker. And people to say Dwayne. That's Why? fucking annoying. Quit fucking coming at me, man. That's the third time today you've come at me. Calm you and my daughter down. both. Calm I... your ass down. I told you the story about me watching The Rock on TV. My daughter's like, he looks like Dwayne Johnson. I was like, get out of my, 
get out of my room right now. Like, leave. I failed as a parent. But yeah, that just it it irritates the shit out of me, Marty. Uh, I know you got to get out of here, so let's fucking let's wrap it up with episode one fourteen. You got anything you want to say to the people before we leave? You guys, it's a busy week ahead. Um, I don't, you know, unfortunately, whatever's going on, whatever state you're in, whatever county you live in, um, don't let whatever's going on hold you back and hold you down. Um, try to enjoy your time. It's the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, if you can enjoy your time with your family, however you're going to do so, um, thankful for what you are. I, I know we're probably not going to have another show before this. So just want to say thank you from, from me, um, boot to the face, uh, for all that you guys have done, whether it's share our, our, our post, uh, react to, uh, interact with us, uh, listen to us, download us, you share our, our, our audio, you, you rate us, you review us, you've bought our merch over the last year, two years. Uh, it, it's not unnoticed. We appreciate it greatly. You have no idea how much it means to us. Um, you know, it just, it goes to show this, that, you know, I had this conversation the other day that we have, <clears throat> we've made more friends and have gotten more support for those people from those people that we've never met before outside of the internet. And it's amazing. It, it amazes me how much support we've gotten from people we've never met in person. Um, so, you know, got love for you, respect for y'all for doing that. Um, but part of my thankful and being grateful and what I have to show from, uh, for Thanksgiving and what it's worth and what it means. Uh, I, I truly am appreciative of everything that, uh, that all of you who follow us have done for us and continue to do for us. Uh, and then that's what I have. So enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your time. Um, I'm not going to lie, man. I, the, I'll be honest with you. The next two weeks are going to be kind of weird for me. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll have to figure that out. But um, kind of the next two weeks are kind of unpredictable at this moment. Well, good luck to you and the missus. And I won't be able to add anything to what you said about all the listeners and all that. So I'll just say this. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble till you wobble. Drink you some eggnog and bourbon. I know I will. I got that shit already chilling. So from boot to the face, happy Thanksgiving. We will see you on the other side of the holiday sometime. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been episode 114 of Boot to the Face. Peace. Later. Uh-huh.